0: Do you suffer from self-limiting nurse syndrome, a chronic condition that affects thousands of nurses? Do negative thoughts and limiting beliefs hold you back in your nursing career? Let's dive into the symptoms and solutions right here on episode 54 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. And yes, this is indeed episode 54. This podcast is all about you, your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that'll get you moving in a positive, inspired direction. This episode of The Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by my friends over at American Sentinel University, a leading online university accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission. I'm super grateful to American Sentinel for their generous support, and you can find out more about their online nursing programs at americansentinel.edu forward slash nursekeith. I'm a member of the ProMed Network of Healthcare Podcasters at promednetwork.com, and I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters along with Kevin Ross of The Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala of Your Next Shift, and of course, Kevin and Elizabeth and I collaborate on the wonderful RNFM radio at rnfmradio.com. You can find me on iTunes, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash episode fifty-four. So let's dig into today's topic, shall we? So there are lots of us nurses who are steeped in the mythology of nursing. And you could say we're almost brainwashed by the culture around us, by the society and the societal beliefs surrounding nursing. So even though we're capable of so much more and we know we're capable of so much more, There are lots of beliefs and myths out there that pretty much stultify us and keep us from realizing our potential. These beliefs can cause us to be very self-limiting in our own beliefs and thoughts and keep us from fulfilling our true potential. So yes, aversion to risk can be a healthy thing. It can keep you from falling off a cliff or doing something silly or stupid. But risk aversion and holding on to what you might see as an outmoded belief about you as a professional or as a nurse, that can damage your self-esteem, and it imposes what I see as unnecessary limits on your creativity and your ability to grasp the bull by the horns and forge a new path for yourself. I've covered similar ground in other episodes of this show, but in this episode, I'm going to expose the symptoms of nurse self-limiting syndrome and what you can do about it. Back on episode 21, I discussed how we limit ourselves by saying that we're just nurses. And I really cajoled you listeners to never use the word just in relation to anything about what you do or who you are, especially as a nurse. On episode 7, I talked about nursing thought viruses and how those thought viruses infect you and how those limiting beliefs can then dig deep into your psyche. And on episode 51, not very long ago, we looked at how we can explode or expand what it means to be a nurse. So what is self-limiting nurse syndrome, which we can call SLNS? How do we know we're infected? And how do we cure the infection and free ourselves from unnecessary limitations, especially those that we've deeply internalized hold as true and that in turn hold us back. So let's look at the symptoms of SLNS, self-limiting nurse syndrome. They're very varied and every nurse who's infected will manifest these symptoms in different ways. And we're all idiosyncratic beings, so it'll look differently for everybody. However, I want to warn you that this syndrome, self-limiting nurse syndrome, is highly contagious and its roots can be really deep for some of us if those self-limiting beliefs and the ways in which we hold ourselves back are super deep and they're born from childhood trauma and other issues that are going on you know honestly psychotherapy and counseling might be necessary because we have to really dig deep so there are a lot of symptoms of self-limiting nurse syndrome but we're gonna focus on the cardinal symptoms here on episode 54. The first symptom I wanna talk about is low nursing self-esteem. So this is a main symptom of self-limiting nurse syndrome. And like I mentioned on episode 21, if you often refer to yourself as just a nurse, just like the discussion on episode seven, you could be infected with nurse thought viruses that are holding you back. I've heard nurses say, well, I just have an ADN, or I'm just a BSN. I've even had people say, I'm just a nurse practitioner. You know, I don't have my PhD. I also hear LPNs and CNAs and home health aides say that. Even when I'm talking to home health aides and homemakers at the home health agency where I work as director of nursing, when they say, well, I'm just a home health aide, I tell them, please take that word just out of your vocabulary when you're talking about yourself. You are a home health aide. What you do is important. You really support the patients. We value you and you should value yourself. So, the next symptom is stunted career growth. This can be a long term or a short term symptom, but it can definitely get in your way. So, if you have low self esteem as a nurse, as a professional, and you're devaluing yourself inside, your career may get stuck. It might be unable to move forward. So your low nursing self-esteem can inform your career choices. You might not feel empowered enough to go for that job you really want because your self-esteem is so low, you're not sure you're really the right candidate, even though you have all the expertise and experience and skills that you need to really rock it at that job. So you might stay in your current job because it feels safe and you're not sure you really deserve to have another job or you don't feel smart enough to get another job. So you may not go back to school because either you feel you don't deserve it, you're not smart enough to go back to school, or a higher degree is not going to earn you anything more anyway, or maybe you've internalized thoughts from your parents or your teachers or people during your formative years or even in your adult years who've fed you information about yourself that's completely false but has lodged somewhere in your psyche and is really keeping you from taking a step forward. The other symptom is chronic negativity. You've probably met the nurses out there who are chronically negative. So they have a set point where they are basically focused on the negative at all times. And if you're hanging around with negatively oriented nurses and other healthcare professionals, they're going to infect you. So if you're not using any psychic or emotional protection against this kind of infection, the negativity is going to steep in. You're going to be soaked in that negative nursing culture. And when you try to make an inspired move, those people around you are actually going to want to keep you down, either aggressively or passive aggressively. So if there's lots of negative Nancys around you, I recommend you listen to episode 23 of The Nurse Keith Show where I talk about how nurses can behave like a pot of crabs that's been set to boil. And the crabs are trying to climb over each other to get to the top. And when one crab is almost to the top and ready to jump out of the pot, the other crabs will actually grab it and pull it down, even pull its limbs off, because that's just their mindless behavior and they all kind of die in the pot together. So does that sound familiar? Do you know nurses like that? Do you work in a culture like that, an institution that propagates that type of behavior and thinking? If you do, you either need to remove yourself from that culture or try to change it from the inside. Preferably, it's probably time to get out. So, another symptom of self limiting nurse syndrome is burnout. This can manifest as just chronic unhappiness, compassion fatigue, just the inability to really enjoy work anymore. The inability to really feel deeply for your patients or really connect with them on any type of level you may have really deep profound fatigue you may get up in the morning and the thought of going to work just makes you want to die or you get to work and you feel like your body is made of lead you might have chronic pain headaches gastrointestinal problems any kind of physical symptoms can manifest when you're feeling burnt out so In terms of your unhappiness, these types of unhappy nurses, and this might be you or it might be a colleague, can sometimes turn into bullies because they need to let out their anger and their angst somewhere, and they sometimes take it out on the most vulnerable around them. They can bully patients, they can bully other nurses, interns, it doesn't really matter. But that type of bullying behavior could really result from low self-esteem and the need to build oneself up in a fairly negative way. So these burned-out nurses might make mistakes at work, med errors, they might not be able to concentrate, and I've known nurses like this, they lose job after job because they just aren't applying themselves because they feel so unhappy and unhealed. They also might burn bridges with colleagues by turning against them or exhibiting really aberrant behavior that really doesn't make them any friends. So burnout's real, my friends. You really need to fight against it. And if you are burnt out, you need to recover from your burnout. And there's lots of ways to do that. I help people do that because I've been there myself. And burnout can run like a deep subterranean river through every aspect of your life. So if you're burnt out at work as a nurse, It's going to impact your life at home with your kids, your spouse, your friends, your family, etc. It can basically hemorrhage into every aspect of your life, so you got to do something about it. So before we get into the treatment for self-limiting nurse syndrome, I want to give another shout out to our sponsor, the good folks over at American Sentinel University, where I'm also blogging on a regular basis, writing some great topics for them. As a fully accredited online university, American Sentinel offers a variety of courses related to healthcare and nursing, including an RN to BSN online program, five MSN programs that include informatics, case management, nursing education, nursing management, and an MSN in infection prevention and control. They also offer an RN to BSN slash MSN, as well as two tracks for those who want to pursue a doctorate of nursing practice. They also offer a certificate in infection prevention and control that assists clinicians in acquiring the knowledge they need to develop best practices in infection prevention and bring those back to their employers. So please go over to americansentinel.edu forward slash nursekeith for more information. And if you're moved to do so, shoot them an email or post on their Facebook wall just to thank them for sponsoring the Nurse Keith Show. I'd really appreciate it and they would love to hear from you. All right, let's move on to the treatment of self limiting nurse syndrome. Now that we've identified the cardinal symptoms of low nursing self esteem, stunted career growth, chronic negativity, and burnout, we're gonna talk about treatment and how to assuage and mitigate your symptoms. So, the first thing I recommend over anything else is building your confidence. You need to build confidence so that you feel better about yourself as a professional, as a nurse as a healthcare professional out in the world. You can do this through many ways. There's positive self-talk, there's ignoring those naysayers or removing yourself from the presence of those naysayers who are gonna dampen your spirits and try to fill you with that negativity and keep you down. Sometimes building self-confidence means seeking education, going to American Sentinel or another school and getting another degree. That can build your confidence. Maybe it's sitting for a certification so that you can feel that you've boosted your skill and your expertise and knowledge and raised your standing as a professional. And also, you need to remind yourself of everything you've accomplished. How did you get where you are? Building that self-confidence is important. If that lack of self-confidence is really deep and subterranean, psychotherapy or counseling can help. You can also meet with your faith leader. Or career coaching or life coaching can also be a real help in this area. The next step or the next way to treat the symptoms of self-limiting nurse syndrome is choosing your friends well. Like I said, you need to remove yourself from the presence of people who are negative, especially negative about your profession or even the way you go about working in your profession. You also need to Shield yourself against those people if you can't really remove yourself from their presence anytime soon. So if there's lots of negative Nancys in your orbit, you need to figure out how to protect yourself against them. So spend time with people who can feed you positive thoughts and positive affirmations about who you are as a person, about who you are as a nurse, and what you're capable of. I recommend listening to episode 52 if you need ideas about how to create a powerful supportive tribe in your life that's a very important episode for those of you who really need more professionals and more people who have your back episode 52 again all of these episodes that i'm mentioning will be in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 54. so the next way to combat self-limiting nurse syndrome is to sharpen your career tools Like I said earlier, you can seek another degree. You can maybe go for a certification or something like that. But the other thing is the tools themselves. Create yourself a business card. And I've talked about that on the show here. A business card that you can hand to other people to demonstrate to them your professionalism. You can update your resume. I can help you with that. There are tons of people out there who can help you take your resume to the next level. You can upgrade your cover letters. You can take your LinkedIn profile to the next level, cement an image in your mind of how awesome you are, and reach out to people by networking, by reaching out on LinkedIn, connecting with other professionals who are like-minded, or meeting local people who you can meet with And create positive symbiotic professional relationships with the tools in your nursing career toolbox are important you've got to keep them sharp and as you do that that can actually help you build your confidence if you're working on cover letters and resumes that necessitates writing about how amazing you are all the things you've done all the things that make you a great nurse that can be very confidence building and if you need help let me know And we can put our heads together and make that happen. I want to reiterate again that you need to seek positive people out in your life to have at your side who will have your back. You also need to seek out the positive voices out there in the nursing universe, the nursing zeitgeist. So there are lots of positive voices out there. I hope I am one for you. I am trying to be. I do recommend RNFM Radio. We talk about lots of inspiring stuff. We have lots of fun. We have a guest about once a month who talks about some amazing aspect of their work or nursing or healthcare. You also can listen to Elizabeth Scala and her Your Next Shift podcast. It is a great series of interviews with amazing nurses around the world. I also recommend checking out my friend Renee Thompson at rtconnections.com. She talks about bullying and creating positive cultures in healthcare. I also recommend Sean Dent. He has a great podcast that I will link here in the show notes. He also has a great blog at My Strong Medicine. And Donna Cardillo, who's really my nurse career mentor. I replaced her at nurse.com as the expert nurse blogger there. And, well, expert nurse career blogger. There are lots of other wonderful bloggers at nurse.com. And the list goes on and on. So if you need positivity about nursing, there is no shortage of awesome people doing great work who really want to fill your head with great ideas and inspiration. So you need to seek out people who understand the nursing profession, who understand its profound impact, and who verbalize the ways that nurses change the world and really affect the public and other professionals in really incredible ways. You need to fill yourself with that information and those thoughts. Finally, you need to take inspired action. This is the remedy for ennui, for malaise, for that feeling of being stuck, for being stultified, for being just stopped in your tracks, for feeling like you just can't move forward. If you feel like a mouse in a glue trap and you're just stuck in your job and stuck with these negative nurses and you can't get out, You need to take inspired action. And lots of these steps I've outlined in this podcast and in the episodes that I'm highlighting in the show notes, these are some of the things you can do to break out of this cycle because you only live this life once, my friends, and you need to take advantage of everything that nursing and your life has to offer. And if you're stuck in those places that are really causing you pain, that are really causing you angst, I implore you, to find ways to get yourself out of that place. So take action against the negativity, build up your confidence, make decisions and plans that are in the interest of expanding, exploding, really taking your career to the next level. You need to elevate yourself. So stay positive and focus on why you're a nurse, how it feeds your heart, how it feeds your mind, and how your soul is fulfilled by your work as a nurse. So there you have it, folks. Another diatribe from Nurse Keith, I really want you to feel inspired from this episode. I want you to take action. Even if you're feeling pretty good about your career, I'm betting there's something I mentioned in this episode that you could do to take it to the next level, to elevate yourself even more. Or maybe you've identified a colleague or a friend who's exhibiting symptoms of self-limiting nurse syndrome, and you can subtly or not so subtly try to help them turn that around. You can have them listen to this podcast. You can connect them with me, have them listen to my podcast, have them read my blog, have them have a 30-minute complimentary session with me, and I can try to pump them up and kind of get them to that next place, get them inspired to take some action. So The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguide.com. Please check him out over there. And social media and promotion are handled by very capable and wonderful Mark Cappiespeason. If you can go over to iTunes and leave a review of The Nurse Keith Show, I would really appreciate it. Just go to iTunes, search for The Nurse Keith Show under podcasts, click write a review, leave one to five stars and a few words about how this podcast affects you, what impact it's had on you, or whether you hate it. Just let me know. I really want to know what you think. So you can sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. You can leave me a voicemail right from my website, from the bright red banner on the left-hand side. And I want you to stay positive, of course. Care for yourself and others. Take inspired action in the interest of your career every single day. And tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, And adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico.